If you take the time to really set up your email automation correctly, you're gonna be able to have three times the results. What I'm gonna go over today is six simple steps to triple the revenue from your email marketing automation. This is the exact six steps that we've taken with two different clients. One was making over a hundred thousand more dollars a month in monthly recurring revenue through this process. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Okay, so I think email marketing is one of the most neglected things out there. People do not take the time to go through this process and set up these steps, but if they do, it has a huge impact on their business. Every single time I've seen this done correctly, it has significantly boosted their bottom line. If you don't know, email should generally be somewhere between 15 and 30% of a website's revenue for a mature business that has a decent sized list. So. What are six things that you can do so that you can get to this more mature level with the email marketing program? Well, the first thing is think about educational emails, right? Somebody opts in to a list or they opt in so that they can get a lead or become a lead for your website. What do they get after that for your website? Are they getting anything at all? If they're not, you might wanna think about a five to 10 step email automation sequence where they're getting educational emails. For example, say that you read a blog post about how to do email automation on ignitevisibility.com. You come in, you fill out a lead, and then that's it. Now think about the other end of the spectrum where maybe you get a video like this sent to you two days later on how to do email automation. After that, I send you an industry study about how important email automation is. And then a couple days later, I send you a case study about how we were able to help a client make an extra $100,000 a month. If you were cold, right, and you weren't returning calls, these type of things are gonna get you a lot more motivated to pick up the phone next time we call. And it's the exact same type of thing for your business. So very important that you do step number one, which is set up a series of educational emails so that you can stay warm in front of your prospect or customer. Number two, so we talked about educational email sequences, which are really powerful, but also you can just make it even simpler than that. So when somebody fills out a form, you just immediately send them a confirmation email. And that confirmation email will let them know that they can call you, right? So if they're sitting there and your sales reps haven't got back to them, you know, they can just go ahead and give you a call right away. It can reinforce the purchase. So what do I mean by that? Well, in your automated email that goes to them right away, you can send them something like a video about how great you are and talking about your awards and talking about all the case studies and successes that you've had. If you're selling a product, you know, it can reinforce the main product benefits if somebody had, you know, not completed the entire checkout process when they had a, a product within the cart, right? So you just need to think about it for your own individual business, but, you know, let them know that they can reach out to you, you know, let them know that this is a good purchase if they haven't converted yet. And then also don't forget to create a secondary sales page. So, so many times with lead generation sites, or websites in general, after the form is filled out, people just forget about it. It might just be like a blank thank you page. That is not what you want. What you should do is after they fill out that form, instead of taking them to a blank thank you page, 
what, why don't you put something on that thank you page that people are going to really appreciate that's going to warm them up even more, right? Maybe it is a, a video that just talks about how great your company is or how great your product is, but stay in front of your customer's mind and give them an option, not even after that thank you page, but to go further and further and further down in the funnel so that they can learn more and more and more about your business, all from an automated perspective. And it's going to save you and your sales reps a ton of time because it's going to give them the opportunity just to learn on their own. Okay, so that was actually item number two and three. Three was create a secondary sales page. Let's go ahead and jump into item number four. So item number four, you wanna create an automation sequence for lapsed customers or prospects. For example, say that you go and you, you know, reach out to an attorney's website, right? And you fill out their lead form, and then you know you never get on the phone with them or they never get back to you. What that attorney can do is put them into their CRM and then make sure that the CRM automatically emails this person after a certain duration of time. For example, every 30 days checking in, right? Every 60 days checking in. So whether you're a prospect or a customer that has lapsed, meaning they have paused or stopped using you on a monthly recurring revenue scale, or they had just used you in the past and they are not a customer anymore, or maybe your credit card didn't go through, these are really important things to set up to make sure that you can get these people who used to be customers or who were a prospect at one time back into your system. This is so powerful, especially for older businesses that have tons of email addresses and contact information from over the years, but they aren't using them. So make sure you set up a lapsed customer and make sure you set up a old customer and a prospect um, customer list so that you're continually setting automated messages to them within the right duration of time. And that's gonna have it so they're coming back in while you're sleeping and you don't have to have a huge team of people manually reaching out. Okay, item number five, optimize the ways that you capture these emails. So that's one thing that's really, really important. So when it comes to capturing emails, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Some of those being pop-ups, right? A pop-up on a website. Uh, another one being checkout process. So somebody going through a checkout process, you get their email through that sequence. Another one being a newsletter. So just simply click to subscribe to the newsletter. Another one being a webinar. So when we have our webinars, you know, we get hundreds and hundreds of people on. So, you know, we get hundreds and hundreds of emails if they opt in, which is usually part of the criteria for joining the webinar. Um, downloads. So when we create our industry studies, you know, somebody usually will have to put in an email address to download that. And I'm sure you've seen that before. And then there's also just general email collection online. So going out, scraping emails from LinkedIn profiles and other websites and things like that. This is actually something that you can't really do. So don't don't do this and add this to your list. It's it's against um, you know all the regulations out there basically. But what's really important is that you optimize the way that you capture emails. And the way to think about it is not only do you want to have it on your checkout process and the newsletter and all that stuff, but think about what are your highest traffic pages on your website, right? And making sure that those highest traffic pages are fully optimized with an email call to action, with a pop-up that's compelling and that's specific to that page. And if you do that, you're gonna have email opt-in rates in the two to 5% range, which can turn into just a huge amount of list building for you. Okay, item number six, a preference center. So the more granular you get with your email automation and your email marketing, the more your customer and the people on your list are going to appreciate you. So a preference center is really, really important. So 
for example, a preference center such as this one right here could have a variety of different topics such as uh, lifting, running, this would be for like a gym or something like that, like or a workout website. So uh, different preferences that you could, you could opt into, right? Such as lifting, running, CrossFit, uh, surfing and soccer. I put these out there because those are things that I would be interested in, right? So right now, I'm not as interested in lifting and running. I feel like I know that a lot or surfing or soccer. I feel like I know that a lot, right? I'm pretty obsessive about those things. But what I am really interested in is CrossFit, right? So for me, I wouldn't want to get any information from this website except for CrossFit right here. Now think about that for your own business. What are the different types of information that you're going to be putting out there through your email program? If you have a list of 10,000, 100,000, hundreds of thousands of people, they're not all going to want to get the same information. But if you can drill down and get into the area that they care about the most, you're going to have way higher open rates, way higher click-through rates, and way higher conversion rates. Okay, a couple quick bonuses for you. So one, make the offer compelling over time. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you have automation sequences that are going out to somebody, make it more exciting for them to sign up for you with you or to buy the product as time goes on, right? And so one example that could be discounts for a product that you're selling that go from 5% to 10% to 20% to 30% and then adding urgency to that. So like there's only a certain amount of time left so that they can buy that. Another thing, personalize as much as possible. So personalize the product. Did they go to a product page on your website? Personalize based off of that product page as far as what you are emailing them back. Um, it's a service, you know, personalize it based off of the service and the location and capture their name and put their name inside of the fields of the email so that it feels like it's more personal to them. Also, just a quick side note, I've really seen that short text-based emails generally do really, really well, the long, overly designed ones. In some cases, they can be good if it's a more established site and they have a coupon or something like that that they're trying to get out there or it's a bigger brand. But um, well, short text-based emails are doing very, very well right now. And then finally, don't forget about advanced triggers. So if somebody comes in and clicks on something, you can use that to trigger additional emails that are sent and set up additional email flows so that you can have a more comprehensive program that's based off of what people are most interested in in the email. Okay, so those are six ways to improve your email automation. If you like this video, like, comment, subscribe. I love hearing from you. Go ahead and leave me a comment. I'll make sure to get back to you as soon as possible. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye. Oh, and if you need help with your email marketing, go ahead and reach out to ignitevisibility.com at 619-752-1955. See you soon.